and we're recording. Where do we want to start this one? This isn't something that we do very often. No, we don't really do a lot of TV, which is weird. I don't know why. Um, we should do more because, I mean, we're so... We hit the, like the midway point of Breaking Bad, and I love that show. And Stranger Things is out, and I'm going back to watch all that. Um, but yeah, so for Kenobi, something long, long in the making. Something we wanted for pretty much as long as I can remember being a fan of Star Wars. And we finally got it. Uh, it was done by Disney, so I went in with cautious optimism, as I do with pretty much everything nowadays. Um, I did not watch it like immediately. Like I waited about halfway through, watched three episodes, and then uh, caught up at the end. Um, online, online seemed to be kind of split on this. There, were, I saw some a lot of negative towards it, and a lot of positive also. And at the end of it, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I was pleased with how with the way it finished. I was really worried that they were going to totally screw up kind of the time. Not so much like the entire timeline, but like the canon of it. When they were like, oh, we're going to have Darth Vader and Kenobi have a, another meeting in between. And it just felt like, is they allowed to do that? Does that, that fit? And you know what? They made it work. I was worried about the, like, um, them ruining the timeline type deal. Yeah. Like, them screwing up with canon. There we go. There's the word I was looking for. Uh, because when they were like, oh, we we casted Hayden Christensen to come back as Darth Vader, I was like, oh, okay, like... What is but, this? Like, how are you bringing him back? Yeah, that was my concern. Because it's like, when you're watching New Hope, and he says, when he sees Kenobi, he says, you know, last time I was put a learner, now I'm the master type deal. Yeah. That you was... kind of left that off at uh, where they left off on Mustafar. So I was very, very, very concerned about it. And then... Uh, they kept, uh, they kept announcing, like, the castings, and I was a little confused on, uh, a couple of things, like, who's this person playing, who's that person playing, and then uh, you get those rumors, especially with Star Wars, or, like, um, it happened a lot when, like, Game of Thrones was still out, was, like, people were gonna cast, and everyone thought it was, like, oh, this is so-and-so from the books, or this is so-and-so from the comic books, Oh, you know, even comic book yeah. movies are like, oh, who's like? There was that big thing when Matt Reeves was doing the Batman, and he casted uh, Colin Farrell, and literally everyone guessed everything but the Penguin. Um, well, I mean, fair because if you looked at the Penguin and you had to say who's that actor, you might pick literally anybody but Colin Farrell because he just did not look like him at all. It was very impressive. Yeah. So, and it, by the way, I am not complaining because he's like. One of the best parts of that movie. Oh yeah, he killed it. It was yeah. awesome. But going back to this, I was I was concerned. I was just concerned with them screwing up with canon because like, because they completely shit on the the sequels. The sequels were shit on, yeah. Yeah, Solo was okay. I'm yeah. not gonna shit on it. Although I, I it did kind of mess with uh, his character a little bit too much. He almost like had a he had like a story arc before he was supposed to have a story arc, but um. But, I mean, at the same time, it's not like they can't make good Star Wars movies. I, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars oh, films yeah. ever. In fact, I think I would put it number two in terms of my favorites. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I, I was worried. I had my reservations about it. Especially when, like, it came out, like, they were gonna do Darth Maul. And then scrapped it. And decided to go with Vader instead. Yeah. That, that was like, oh, no. But that came out much later, which I found interesting. Yeah, that was like, that was like my first red flag. Like, um, wait, that sounded like a really good idea. It would have made a lot of sense. And then they didn't. And then, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm very... I'm perfectly fine with the route they went with instead. Yeah, so... No one... I mean, spoiler alert... We're, we're doing a mega episode on the whole season instead of doing it by um, episodes because it was only six episodes long, so... Yeah, big spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend that you watch it before 
we ruin it, but it it got off to a shaky start. But I feel like the shaky start was was um, acceptable because of the um, it's Star Wars. Yeah. So um, I understand that, and it was kind of like. I don't know. Everybody has expectations um, for the time Obi Wan Kenobi spent between Episode three and four. Yeah, but um, you know the cartoons kind of filled in some some things and whatnot. Um, I wasn't too worried. I was just worried about messing with the movies because it's like basically what you 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 have to remember is you can't mess with the movies. No, because the movies are still a savage canon. The fact that when Dizzy went back and said all the, uh, all the fan, the fan written stuff and all that stuff was like, no, that's we're gonna throw that shit out, and do our own thing. I was not happy about that, but they did not mess with the canon of the movies. So that's something that they have strict rules in which to follow. They tippy toed around it. I think would be a better word. Yes. I mean, if you feel differently, you can tell me. But no, I think I I was really worried, but I was I came out of it. All right, that's acceptable. I will not <laughs> shit on I will not shit on them for this. In fact, I really don't want to shit on them that much for for too much about it because I I genuinely enjoyed it. Um, in regards to the slow start, this is a thing that happens with TV with uh, with TV shows where some things like Nef- like Netflix will drop a new season and they drop everything at once. Right. And then Disney and other shows tend to do like one show, one episode per week. Or and there's a strange occasion like this one, first two episodes are up. Yeah. I like that. I think maybe they knew that it was gonna drag a little bit and they said let's just do two at once. Or you have that weird thing with Peacemaker on HBO where the first like four episodes were up that we like that day it was strange uh <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what format i like most you know I'm i getting, prefer I'm getting, I'm getting pretty tired of the mid-season finales though well yeah but you you and me are conditioned to hate them because of walking dead all those years of like you had to wait four months to get a yeah thanks an for the fucking negan cliffhanger for yeah goddamn knows who knows how long that killed that basically killed that show when they did that, that season, that cliffhanger at the end of that season was like the peak of, of Walking Dead. And then as soon as episode one came out, it was a straight, it was all downhill from there. There was no recovering after that for me. And anyways, so, um, I was going to say something. And I don't remember what it was. No, what, what format? Oh, what do format you, yeah. do I prefer? Do you like the episode per, do you, or do you like I prefer, Netflix where they drop it all at once? I prefer weekly. I prefer, I still prefer episodes a week at a time because I feel like it's in the company's business to do that. Cause it spreads out the, the hype over week over months. Correct. As opposed to like when stranger things dropped and I already forgot about it, but I want to, I'm still going back and watching it. So with me, I prefer the weekly because I don't want to binge watch it because I don't think that you enjoy it as much if it's all there at once it's almost like if game of thrones all came out at once that I, show is not what happened is not the same no that it's impact not. and is i would argue that it would s- people wouldn't like it as much because game of thrones was um, amazing where every episode had a little payoff or the, it gave you it's not like walking dead that is literally a whole season for like a payoff at the end or a mid-season finale, there's only, like, two episodes where, like, a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. Game of Thrones always had something going on. Every episode, there was a reason to watch. And th- and that's why it was so... It was so hyped up, and people loved it. Um, Kenobi was not quite like that. It was more... I mean, Kenobi was built up, and then, like, the last two episodes were, were awesome. Yeah. But the last two episodes paid off. The... I would argue that that last episode made up for everything because that last episode was, in my opinion, it was amazing. A, it was a really fucking important episode that they stick that landing and they absolutely did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I prefer weekly because, uh, like, with binge watching, like, I even see it now when uh, me and Shelby will watch, like, um, 
the Star Trek shows or even something like when we, like, oh, I don't know. Like, even when we watch, like, John Oliver, like, I would rather watch them and, like, even if we have, if we fall behind and there's, like, four episodes of his yeah. that we have saved, I don't want to burn through them all in one night because then I almost don't remember or don't pay as much attention to that first episode we watched, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no. It's so true. it's almost like I just want to get to the end of the, I just want to get to the payoff really quick. Yeah. It's almost like scar like you got a plate of din- like you have dinner in front of you and you don't like I don't know whatever flipping vegetable is on it and you just shove it down your throat just to get it over with. Yeah. Just to get to the other thing. It's like I would rather take my time and enjoy everything. Yeah. You know. I have this problem with games. Well, the sequels were games where I play through them to get through the story because I want to like go back online because I don't want someone to fucking spoil something. Oh, and then I go through the game too quick, and then I, I kill the replay value on it. I do that with games more than I do with TV. Oh, that's not. That's a little bit annoying. I can see. Yeah, that's the internet's fault <laughs> and my ability to not stay off of it for more than an extended period of time. And the internet is ruining gaming, in my opinion. Um, I think gaming companies are ruining gaming. Actually, no, it's the fucking whales that allow the allow the industry to turn into what it is. Well, I think it's it. these shitheads that like release like when they ruined Last of Us Two and started releasing like script pages of it. Oh yeah, that too. I still love the shit out of the game. Anyway, I fucking hate leaks. Oh no, I do too. But you want to know something? I never understand why when there is leaks, and this goes for movies too, so this can fit perfectly in this episode. Yeah. If you have a leak, like, you know it's a leak. Like, let's say you're, I know he's not in charge of Disney anymore, Bob Iger, and let's say you're making, for the fuck of it, you're making a Darth Maul spinoff. And then, you know, you release your trailer, and then there's a, there's a, like, a leak of some kind of a piece of concept art that ruins something. Like, let's say, let's say... The ending of Maul is, like, he meets up with Kenobi and they finally have that last fight. Yeah. Which happens in Rebels where Maul dies. Uh, Pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it should the companies, when that happens, release all the concept art. Because what I find is most of the concept art that they share, like, even before the movie... Yeah. It doesn't all get used. It doesn't all get used, and it's so... Similar yet drastically different than what's shown on the... Yeah, so if you release everything, you're like... It's like covering up with like... It's kind of like uh, when Game of Thrones did their fake endings and shit. Right. It's like, here's a, here's a whole bunch of stuff. Something's gonna happen, but you don't know what it is. And what kills me is they should have filmed the those different endings because, I mean, I would rather take six different endings that I can choose from. Yeah. Than the one that I got. Yeah. But at the same time, these people that are like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin it for people because I'm an asshole. Now it takes it out of their hands. Yeah. That's like when we talk, I don't know if you remember this, when we did, uh, when we talked about uh, Godzilla versus Kong, or was it Godzilla King of Monsters? We were talking about like, um, they released concept art or something. Concept art was released and it gave away somebody. Was it King of Monsters or was it? No, I'm sorry. I think it was it was Godzilla versus Kong, and then it gave away Mecha Godzilla. Like there was oh, a concept okay. art yeah, that yeah. gave him away, and I was like, why not just have your artist release all the concept art of like all the monsters in that universe? Yeah. Just to throw people off. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, through the entire process, they're come, they're doing a whole bunch of shit. I mean, all this kind, of, all this stuff gets scrapped. Like again, there's no way there was no, there was nothing on on Darth Maul at any point in Kenobi. I'm sure there's something that they could have had other than yeah, we were we were, we might have had that storyline. We we skipped it. There's still like stuff going on, like concept art with Darth Maul or something. I don't know. There could be something. Did you know Maul was supposed to be the main villain of the uh, sequels? Before Disney bought Lucasfilm. Man, that would have been a way better. That would have that been, been a way better. That would have been so yeah. much better. Because it was going to have the payoff of... Um, um, well, I don't know. If, I don't think it would be a payoff because Obi-Wan had been killed. Anyway. But yeah, he was... A I mean, re- he still has connections. Like, he trained... Like, obviously, Luke is, uh, was trained... Uh, well, not trained by him, but, like, he was imp- important to Luke and Luke is important to him. It's just, like, that's the connection that Maul has. 
He's just like, I want his revenge. I don't really give a shit who it's on as long as it's somehow connected to Obi-Wan. And you just have, and he has his motivation. Yeah. Yeah, so, and instead we got Snoke, who will... With, who, with very little backstory. With the, well, nothing, Yeah, actually. with nothing. He's and a that, clone, is all we got. And then everyone's just, everyone come up with these ideas. Oh, maybe it's Mace Windu or something. You know, he could he survived that fall or whatever. And then just killed him. And then he's just, he's just fucking nobody. It's like, great. Fucking genius, guys. Yeah, it was so... And you want to know something? I really did want to know about Snoke. Because it was like, why is he the big bad? Why is he... And then they just... I don't know. I mean, it's just where they did the whole copy-paste thing. It's just like, oh, the uh, Darth Vader had the Emperor, and you didn't really know much about the Emperor until the third film. And then, oh, here we go. Here's Kylo Ren as uh, pseudo Darth Vader, and now here's his Emperor. It's Snoke. And then, yeah. Then they kind of went to left field. Ryan Johnson, what the fuck, bro? It'll be it'll be it'll be a lot of fun doing the sequel movies when we get to them. Oh yeah, we yeah we'll do a thing on the sequels and just shit on them for ninety minutes. <laughs> That's what we did after we saw Last Jedi. We stood outside the theater and we're just <laughs> talking about how much we hated it. Um. Anyway, this is a Kenobi review. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I, I just remembering us leaving the theater, and I think we were with my brother when we saw it. And he was like, "Yeah, I didn't think it, I didn't think you would like it." He was looking at me, <laughs> and he kind of and he's like, "Yeah." I remember he was explaining, it and he was like, "Yeah, but it's like a really good like this was important because it had to be different, like Empire Strikes Back was to New Hope." And I was like, "Don't try to yeah, don't defend don't this. Don't try to con, don't try to compare this to Empire Strikes Back." There, there are better hills that bastard. die on. I know it's like everyone everyone wants to like it. I wanted to like it, but it's just like I. Can't, can't i i just can't i'm sorry i just can't when me and shelby first started dating and she was watching them and release order thank <clears> god because <throat> i wouldn't be with her if she did it any other oh, way. i mean imagine going from revenge of the sith to to alec guinness <laughs> fighting darth vader no fucking shot um uh i forgot what oh no she watched it in release order thank god and um she was like oh i'm starting the last jedi and i was like Okay, text me when it's over. And she was like, you know, I'm going to text you what I think. And I was like, no, go ahead. Like, go ahead. And then she would send silly text messages. Yeah. And I was, I would read them and I'm like, the more she would say like, oh my gosh, so bald guy's dead. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I hated that part. <laughs> like, I love the battle after it, but I hated that part because it was so like, oh my God. Anyway, you back to... <laughs> I, I saw a video on the choreography of that scene and it fucking ruined it for me. Like the chore like of all the guards, there was just like the one where this dude does like two three sixties and then goes at uh, or then another and like does one swing. It was like completely impra- impractical. And then there's another guy who swung at Ray. Ray missed her cue in the choreography and he just pretended to get knocked back by nothing. So now I just see that scene. I'm just like. The choreography sucks. I, I can't like the scene anymore. Every time I watch the scene, I'm, I remember how much I like it until it gets to the part where one of the guards who has supposed to have two blades, one in each hand, yeah. gets uh, Ray in like a chokehold of one kind, of some kind, but then doesn't have the other one all of a sudden. If you go back <laughs> and watch it, it magically just disappears. In a shot before that, he had it. Anyway, oh my god! Coming coming back to Kenobi. Kenobi, so um, just to spitball the spitball, uh, burn through the story. Uh, this is ten years but, after. I want to say ten years. It was like ten years after Revenge. Yeah, Kenobi's on Tatooine. Yep, where I thought and, a lot of the movie, a lot more of the movie was going to be because of the trailer made it seem that way. Yeah. And then, pulled me. You know, Leia's on Alderaan. Uh, Luke is on um, Tatooine, obviously. And then they use the same actors from Episode Two and Three to play Beru and Owen, which I thought was great. I think that's awesome. When you can get, when you can take the continuity, take it. I love that. No matter what they do, unless the actors are shithead. But, like, I loved that. And, I mean, I, I love Joel Edgerton, so to see him on anything, I'll sign up for. Um, so, 
Leia is introduced, and we did not anticipate. I don't know how you felt, but I did not anticipate seeing Leia in the show at all. No, that was that. The, the trailer did not give any of that away. No, it did not. That was a, that was a surprise. I didn't know how I felt about it, um, but, um, at, at the end of the fact, awesome. Maybe yeah. may have been the best decision they made. And I would argue that the the actress that played Leia did a fantastic job. She killed it. There was a playing, lot of uh, playing Leia. There's a lot of badass kid actors lately. Yes, and it was like on, like kid on actors. the spot. Child actors. On the spot, great, I thought. That's why when I was on um, the internet or whatever, or Twitter, and people were shitting on her, I was like... I don't know why. I, I just scrolled down, I was like, I ain't, because she did great. Yeah, so, it, wasn't, it wasn't like anything was out of character at all. I mean, as our first introduction of, of Leia, she's like shit-talking every every uh, Darth Vader and uh, the a fucking grand... I forgot that guy's name. Grand Inquisitor? No, the other guy. No, in, in New Hope. Oh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, I can smell you the second I got into the ship. It's yeah. like, yeah, she she uh, she's feisty. Of course she's feisty. Yeah, so they did a great job with that, and uh, they kind of let there be um, clues to her, like, force abilities. Like, she was able to feel what her cousin was feeling, I guess. You know, like, oh, you want to be loved and stuff like that, but you're... A shithead, essentially, uh, which I thought was great. So she's kidnapped, and I'll tell you where th- why this confused me. But at the end, I loved. When you watch A New Hope, the way Leia talks about like Ben Kenobi, there is a lot of time between the show and A New Hope. Yes, and because it's, it's implied that there's no meeting between them. Right. Until until New Hope. So this now shows that there was. Yeah. Uh, a, when between being born and uh, New Hope. But you can still watch A New Hope and it still makes sense. Because she yes. says you were an ally to my father during the Clone Wars. Um, maybe it seems a little odd because she doesn't say anything like, you know, you helped me once. But I, I, that I don't care about so much about uh, again she's she was on a time crunch sending that message anyway correct there see there you go you just patched it up for me yeah point brian um and so what this what i loved about including leia was at the end of episode three when i first saw it in the theater i wondered why separate them and why only watch over one? Because Luke is on a piece of shit Tatooine planet, and Leia is royalty, who's already got a whole bunch of security. And ironically, she's the one who got kidnapped. Holy shit. Okay, so two points, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't think of it that way, but I, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of Star Wars fans were like... Um, there's always those memes where it's like, oh, what do we do with the dirt, the, the girl? And then Bale says, you know, um, we'll take her sh- where she'll be loved and stuff like that. Oh, what do we do with the boy? And then that's the Obi-Wan who says, we'll take him to Tatooine yeah, with his him, aunt and uncle. Send him to that shuttle. He'll be fuck, tolerated. Fuck that kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was also that, like, feeling of, um, when I was watching episode three was, like... Do they not care so much about Leia? Like, what... But then again, they didn't write the whole Leia being related thing, I think, until, like, episode two anyway. Yes, I think it's it's one of those things where they just... Uh, the source material kind of writ them into a corner where they just had to get them into these places. And it, it, was, it made sense enough. Yeah, so... They did not break any continuity, though. No, nothing's broken yeah. in this movie at all. Um, sure. There is... Sure, actually, yeah. there are... There is... Well, there was one thing that was a big continuity error. And what was that? All of a sudden, getting stabbed by a lightsaber does not kill you every single time. Okay, so the Grand Inquisitor part, I know he had two stomachs, so that part I understood. Her being, Reva being stabbed, I had no idea. Yeah. I was trying to, like, think about it when we were watching the episode. I was like, I guess being stabbed with a lightsaber, there's a chance if Vader misses you by a little bit. 
the, the lightsaber I mean, cauterizes it, but yeah, then... Theoretically, it would be better to get stabbed by a lightsaber than a sword. Because lightsaber is going to go in, you're not... It's going to literally burn. You're not going to bleed out. You bring in a sword, that's going to... You're just going to bleed out and die. Right. Lightsaber seals the wound, no problem. You just have I, a big hole. I still don't think the... I think you should die. I think... Yeah. You should die. She should have been slashed or something. Yeah, something Qui- like, oh, Qui-Gon she barely... be fucking pissed. <laughs> There were some pretty funny memes with Qui-Gon. With the, this is like the, him in this show. Everyone's just getting stabbed in the same place he did. And he's the one who fucking died. Everyone else is fine. Like, she recovered quick, too. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, there's And she not, somehow got off planet very quickly. Yeah, off planet. Um, so the time, timeline-wise, maybe a little... Took a little liberty there with um, how, the, how the timing lined up. I don't, I don't, I'm not nitpicking that part, though. Whatever. So, okay, so if we follow, Kenobi's been asked by Bail, Organa, and his wife to find Leia, who's been abducted by a Red Hot Chili Pepper. Um, <laughs> Flea plays the guy that kidnapped it. Sorry, that was a joke I've been saying like, uh, all the time. I never thought of saying that. <laughs> so, um, they go to this planet, and then... Um, he finds her, he rescues her, um, they get off planet, um, Reva turns on the Grand Inquisitor. There's a lot of build-up with the Inquisitorious and Reva, but nothing's told about her backstory. But the show does start with some younglings during Order 66, who we assume escaped. Yes. Find out that they don't. Um, you know, it really should have been more obvious in hindsight that there was going to be a connection there. Because I remember that opening scene and then thinking, the fuck did that have to do with anything? Yeah. I, I had a feeling, because, oh, because I can finally tell you this and our fantastic listeners. Um, when the posters were released, like the, a week out from the show or two weeks, whatever it was. Yeah. Where it had Kenobi, the Grand Inquisitor, the Fifth Brother, Darth Vader, uh, Reva. Um, I want to say there was one other poster that came out, but I don't think. I don't think yeah, one was. Everybody that's a good guy. In the in the poster, I think they released other ones too on the side. It was like Kumail Nanjiani. Um, um, there was somebody else I'm forgetting. It's pissing me off. It wasn't Baru or Owen because they released those after. It wasn't Leia because the first episode happened, then they released Leia's, I believe. Anyway, the good guys had, you know, the two son. it was the two sons of Tatooine. Right? Yeah. Over their eye. And Kenobi had Darth Vader. And then we'll, we'll we'll just say this for argument's sake. Other good guys had Darth Vader, and then the Inquisitorious had Obi Wan Kenobi, except for Reva. If you look at Reva's poster, I need I need to see the poster. So I'll pull it up for you yeah. because they, I, I think I bookmarked it. So when they showed that, I was like, oh. There's going to be, like, some kind of, um, like, switch. Because um, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense that she... So, here's... I'm <coughs> showing Brian. So, it's Darth Vader in his eye. Yeah. Because that's what his goal is. Yeah. So, I'll show you. Inqu- Grand Inquisitor, fifth brother, Kamel Nanjiani. Okay, so it was Kamel Nanjiani. Okay. And then Reba. Reba has Vader. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, there's going to be some kind of switch. Because why would she... Why would oh, they make she that poster? Vader. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that does make sense to the rest of the uh, marketing. Right. So, I mean, there could have other been, uh, been other reasons. Like, I oh, mean, having she, having not seen that, I, I, was not aware of the, I was not aware of the turn. So, when... It, when that happened, I think episode five is when that whole yes. revelation came in. Um, I was all for it. I thought, I mean, I, you want? 
that it makes sense. It, it connected it, it, that scene in the beginning. Um, had his connection that I was that I couldn't figure out at first, and then I forgot about it. And then it changes her motivation, and you know, honestly, it makes sense as to kind of her desperation to um, to raise rise up those ranks and just get and get that access to Vader, and to get Kenobi because she knows that he was that he's the key to getting Vader out in the open. And it made sense, and I think motivation-wise, yeah. So I liked I liked that aspect of it. Yeah. The only thing I want an explanation is, and maybe you saw something I didn't, which is why I love doing these with you. What happened to her at the Jedi Temple? Um. Yeah. It like it keeps. She says she played dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I she, remember that. She said she played dead, but did she really get stabbed by a lightsaber twice? Is that what is that what was alluded to? She got stab he stabbed her is maybe and the, then she somehow survived when literally no one else in the universe ever besides her <laughs> and the Grand Inquisitor. Is there a possibility that she was stabbed in the exact same spot and there's nothing there because of the first time? Or is that too much of a reach? I think that's too much of a reach. I think that's too much of a reach for the second part. It doesn't really at all but it doesn't uh, explain why she survived in the first place. And then why Vader was like, "You think I did not see?" He's like, "Why would you keep her around?" All of us, all of a sudden, Vader isn't too keen on killing people who have one. He went with full intention of killing, and then two betrayed him. So I have a theory on that. Like, why was why would you leave her alive there? Was maybe he saw it, or he knew it was a possibility, and he kept her around because she was powerful. And then that's where we get the, like, um, Vader not trusting people, and he's constantly, like, killing generals and stuff. Yeah, he kills people. He's like, yeah, he kills people all the time. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but this is before all that. So was this, like, one of those things where he's like, when people fail me, I'm just going to off them now? Maybe. Like, instead of letting like, this like, linger? If, like, if, like, if he said, uh, if he was just like, thank you for a uh, reminder, I there's no one I can trust or something like a, like a line that alludes to something like that. Then maybe it was kind of a, just a, yeah, whatever. I knew, I knew the entire time. Idiot. Fuck you. Lay on the ground. Um, anyway, so getting back to the story part of it, um, he finally, he finds Leia. Rescues her. Yeah. And the Inquisitorious are after him. And, um, they get, you know, you see kind of the, uh, would you, I guess you could say the, the fragments of the Rebel Alliance, because it's like, oh, they have this thing called the Path, where they help Jedi escape, um, and then it's like, there's organizations that are like helping them, you know, escape. Yeah, but it's not like fully or fully organized. Yet. Yeah, because I I think from my understanding, Bail Organa is a part of the Rebel Alliance starting, but it was well after Episode Three. Yeah, I, I think it was just it was just enough because I mean, if you're gonna have friendlies, then they may as well be a part of uh, maybe alluding to the rebels. And um, and you just want to establish that friendly connection between him and Kenobi. Yeah. So we get to the you know they're they're playing this uh, game of cat and mouse. You know they keep getting close to Kenobi and he keeps getting a little bit more out of reach. Um, I guess the one gripe I have with the show is Kenobi on two different occasions being like he he wants to deal with me, and then going off on his own to get. Vader's attention. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I can... I, I guess mean, I... Actually, he kind of did it three times. Well, he did it eventually when Vader caught up to him. Yeah. Then he did that one where... Where he was stalling for the ship to escape. Right. Essentially the same thing. And then again at the end. To save everyone on the ship. Yeah. So, he got, he kinda, they kind of used that trope three times. Right. So... Yeah, so they get to um, the ship. They're being chased by a Star Destroyer with Vader on it. And they're, you know, they don't know if they're going to escape. Then Obi-Wan's like, all right, well, let me... Vader wants me, so why don't I go off and do my own thing? 
And then, excuse me, Vader doesn't bother with the ship full of rebels and what we later find out is um, um, his daughter. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> and um, that was another thing I want to talk about that was I was afraid it was going to get ruined. Um, leads them to a, this rocky planet where they have a, the last duel before their actual last duel on which the Death was, Star. Which was badass. Which was badass. Which they nailed. Um, one thing I will say about that last episode was Hayden, Christian, Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader when his helmet is cut and you can see his face. Yeah. That was pretty badass. It was really good. And it was really heartbreaking when they were talking and he's like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I thought that was really powerful. It was. It was really good. There was, it, there was always... It brings out... Because um, Ellen McGregor kills all the, all the emotional scenes. Yes. Like, he kills it. I mean, um, the last scene of Re- Revenge of the Sith was like... Right, same shit. Like that was a really, really strong scene, and then it, it kind of just went right back to similar feels there. Um, no, they actually absolutely nailed the last fight. It was probably the best saber battle we've seen. I think it was better than any saber battle in the in the sequels. Yes, well, I would say anything they come out with now is better than the sequels. Yeah, I do love the sequels. I the, do love them watching them, but the lighting was fucking on point. Yes. With the lightsabers and this kind of like the dark setting that they yes. were on, they, they nailed it. That was yes. awesome. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. So that was heartbreaking. And what I was worried about was the whole, like we said, the Vader saying, you know, last time we met, you know, I was a, I was but a learner type thing. Yeah. This still now fits within that. Yeah, it holds true. Yeah, because it's like he was only, he's only been Darth Vader for 10 years. And... Obi-Wan, even with the flashback or whatever, they kind of fleshed out that Anakin at times, and now Vader, obviously, gets ahead of himself and hasn't learned to... Uh, what did Kenobi say? Uh, kind of keep an open mind. You know? And stop being like so yeah. narrow-minded and whatnot, and being rushed to finish and stuff like that, and blinded by whatever. Don't count your chicken. Correct, yeah. So that now makes complete sense. Um, and I would argue it makes more sense now than it did just the Mustafar thing. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing that they... The one lesson they did not learn is to confirm your kills. This happens way too much between them for this to continue happening. Obi-Wan should have confirmed his kill on Mustafar... Uh, Vader should have confirmed his kill the first time they met up when he just mopped the floor with Obi Wan. Um, he had him like under all the rocks in the in the ho- in the hole in the ground. Right. Should have confirmed your kill right there. Should have confirmed the kill with third sister, and then honestly, Obi Wan should have confirmed his uh, should have just straight up kill Vader at the end too. I understand he couldn't he couldn't do it. It's uh one it's not the Jedi way, and two it's it's an emotional thing for him. That's why he didn't do it. But right. man, even the bad guys in this show are were pretty lazy in not finishing up all their kills. Yeah. Kind of a Star Wars. Uh, yeah, like that was the only real gripe I have with it. So, it, it, it ends on a note of Leia is brought back to safety. Uh, there was a little bit of a issue with Reva trying to kill Luke. So, Obi-Wan rushes to Tatooine. Um... And is too late, but Reva realizes her um, misgivings or whatever you want to call them, and does not hurt Luke. Yeah, and brings it back. I mean, she Which kinda, now she kind of hurt him. She just didn't kill him. Right. Um, now makes me want to know where is Reva in the whole Star Wars universe? I don't know, but they love to do. They love to announce spinoffs, so they open the door there. Spinoffs are. It'll be a comic book. I found. I that, found that, ever I mean, since that's totally fine. It it, it, it leads to more uh to more stories. Con- yeah, more stories and more content where they're, they're not just standalone. Where there's always a connection involved, which right. I'm totally fine with. So, you know, we did kind of skip where they kind of jumped to a couple planets and stuff, and there was that other char- that uh 
the Imperial Trader, the what's, yeah. what's her name? We kind of forget com- what her name is. She played Alaria Sand in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I love her as an actress. She's great. Yeah, her character was fine in this. Um, it's just in the grand scheme of this of the story, just kind of she dies. So it was it is an easy character to kill off, but have to have someone assist Kenobi throughout the movie, uh, the movie through the show, and um, but not having to worry about loose ends. So I get it. Yeah, so I, her char- I really did like her character. It was great. And then uh, the Inquisitorius, even though you only meet two other ones um, other than uh, Reva and the Grand Inquisitor, I thought that was, that was interesting. Would have liked to see them actually do something instead of intimidate people. And I don't think that any of them did any running. No, and, and I don't think any of them but the Grand Inquisitor and Reva used their lightsaber. Yeah. And then he spent half his time telling her not to do things. Yeah. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? Or about story, though, story-wise? Or do we want to get right back to, like, favorite shots and stuff? Um, I think story-wise, I'm good. Because the story was pretty cut and, uh, the, the cor- cut and dry. The, yeah, it was cut and dry. Again, they could only do so much. Because Kenobi can't, like draw this massive attention to him because he still has to stay in exile. And I guess that in, in hindsight now, again, it makes sense why he it did not really take that much place on Tatooine because you can't do a whole lot on Tatooine and then just, like, secretly live there anymore. It's just right. like something happened. Everyone knows what this dude did. He's just going to quietly live here. I don't think so. So I think all that made sense. They had a pretty tight window in which to work with, and I think they did a... One of the better jobs they've done with Star Wars. Uh, the one thing people I see people love to say is, man, Obi-Wan really aged over the course of this uh, six or eight years between the end of this and the beginning of New Hope. And um, I, I agree. It, look, it, looks, it looks pretty bad, like a whole lot of aging. But you know the crazy thing is? If you go and look at how old Al Guinness was when, the, when New Hope came out and how old uh, McGregor is now, have you add? Six to eight years, they're only like five or six years apart. It's actually not a big jump. It's just um, McGregor just looks way better than he than he did. That's just really what it is. The, the age gap is not even that big. I, he just looks way better. I always, you know, when everybody brings that up, I always think of myself, I was like, you know, between the planet they live on and the stress that Obi-Wan has to live with, I could see him aging a little quicker. Presidents age pretty bad when they're in office for eight yeah, years. Yeah, but like you're watching over the chosen one, you think the Inquisitorius is still a thing at the time of New Hope. Like, yeah, you know what it's I mean. It's not like the kid almost died and you had and he had no control over it. Um, yeah, there's there's a level of stress to live under, but uh, yeah, that that was that was a thing. So, what was your favorite like scene in the whole show? My favorite scene of the whole show. Um, I, I guess I got to go back to the final fight. The final fight? Yeah, okay. Vader and Obi-Wan. The fight was just done perfect. It was the my favorite part. Yeah, it's just good old lightsaber battles always take the cake. Yeah, my favorite shot has to do with the final battle. Because I think we both have this. I think we're both thinking the same thing. The mask? No. Oh. That was really good, though. <laughs> I was thinking when Obi-Wan used the Force and lifted up all the rocks and shit, he had that moment where he's just like, yeah, I I got you, bitch. And he had all the rocks (laughs) in the air, and he had that that smirk, almost like a smirk on his face. I was like, damn, Obi-Wan still got it. I thought that was a really cool scene that they had, the old shot that they had with all the rocks floating up. Mine was the the mask. The shot is a, that's a very, that's a very good one, too. Um... And I would have to say my favorite scene would either be the final fight or um, I would say the final fight or when Obi-Wan's on that planet trying to get on the path and Darth Vader shows up and he starts like murking village people. Shit, he walks right. through. He walks through, and he starts like force oh, choking. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But I okay. saw that, and I went. I was like, now I'm a huge Darth Vader fan. He's my favorite character in the whole, um, the whole ever. franchise ever. Yes, I 
when I saw that, I was kind of like, I was watching it with Shelby, so I was a little worried about what she would think. But, I mean, we already know he kills younglings, even though I don't particularly like that part of his backstory. If that was a, that's, that's a, I mean, it's a very quick turnaround from fully committed to the Jedi to murdering kids. Yeah. It's so, a pretty big jump pretty quick. So the one where he's, and I'm not saying, like, I can tell murdering kids, obviously, for any reason, or violence against kids. Thanks for confirming that. But, I mean, I just want to make sure. <laughs> but, like, that scene of Obi-Wan's having, like, this... Like panic attack almost, yes. and he's he's not ex- he's like sitting there, and Darth Vader is literally force dragging some guy, and then chokes him out, and then the kid comes out and is like, "Oh my god!" and he just does the thing and snaps the kid's neck. Yeah, was pretty. That was brutal. It was like, you want to know something? Darth Vader keeps everything they keep putting out. Darth Vader has like. The most badass entrances. He's a savage. Yeah, that's exactly. So what New is. Hope, he's got the entrance everybody knows, and then Rogue One, he has that lightsaber entrance. Yeah, and then this, he has that. It's yeah, fucking berserk. Yeah, and, he's I mean, three for three, and it makes you know. And for the in terms of the show, it was it was exactly what they were kind of like alluded to because the Inquisitors, the whole, their whole thing was, you don't hunt Jedi, they they hunt themselves. Right. And you can see, like you said, Obi-Wan's like having a panic attack. He's having that inner battle with himself is like, I can't, the Jedi in me is not able to stand here and watch him do this to everybody, but I cannot put Leia at risk. Kind of. A and thing. he hadn't been himself that whole time. Cause yeah. Because like he was, there was a couple times in the show leading up to that point, like he couldn't use the force. Yeah. It's or just, he was using it. It's, it's like riding a bike, I guess. Right. So he was very out of practice. You so got it, you got it back real quick, though. Yeah, he got it back to save. Um, well, no, he he got it. I would say he got it before that point. He got it when Leia fell, but like that was. Yeah, and then he had the big one in the in that in that base when he had to like uh, rescue Leia, and he, he had like to hold the whole thing of water. Right. And, like that was a pretty that that was a big effort. So there was there was a gradual build up. So what was at the end? Um, I don't think it's worth nitpicking how quick you got the power of the force back. I don't think it's like established how easy it is to remember that stuff. Well, I mean, I think Who with cares? his training and background with being a master and everything, yeah, it's not something it's that... It's literally like writing them. Right. It's something that like... Yeah. Or, you know, I always thought like... Well, when it, the show started and it was having issues, I was wondering if it was an anxiety thing. Like he was so overcome with anxiety of using it that he's yeah, almost not... Because he's been hiding it for so long. Yeah, that it's maybe the anxiety of using it that's causing that, not so much not wanting to do it, if that makes any sense. I think I think any of the reasons work fine. It's not, it's not worth it. Yeah, take a pick. Um, we usually do this for, the, for movies, but do you have an MVP of the... And it's... Uh, Obi-Wan's a cop. I kind of want to go Leia. That actor kicked ass. I like it. For someone who I did was not expecting to be in the show and to be such an important part, I mean, basically to be the the plot device that moved, that moved everything forward, killed it. Yeah. Oh, and to go... I didn't, I didn't get back to it. I was worried that capturing Leia, the Inquisitorious capturing her, was going to ruin the meeting Vader has with her later. Oh, yeah, but, like, but they never met. Right. So, so it was fine. So, yeah. And I was so scared of that. I was like, how are you going to explain this? But it never happened. Um, my MVP would probably be Vader because you picked Leia and I don't want to pick the same person. <laughs> um, like, there's nothing wrong with Vader. Again, I, I was worried about them going that route and said Darth Maul. Worked out fine. They, the reason why I say that is because his character in this was so well written and so much like what we, what we anticipated, but yeah. almost elevated. So like we knew he was capable of terrible things like killing younglings. But to know that he's capable of killing innocent people just to get Obi-Wan out was was incredible. It was it was a really it was a perfectly done transition between the Vader that we got at the end of Revenge of the Sith and the one we get at the beginning of A New Hope. It was a really good transition because I mean at, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, 
he's just become Vader, and he's obviously still have he's gonna have plenty of issues with Kenobi in his past and all that. But by the time you know it comes around, A New Hope, he's he's full on Darth Vader, and no real no doubts about it. And then this one, there's a little bit of I need I still need my closure with Kenobi here. I still I need still need a little bit of something. But um, but then I mean, another eight years down the line, who gives a fuck? Obi Wan's an old an old guy. I'm good. And one thing I liked that the show did was they explained what the buttons on the chest of his suit does. Regulates breathing. Yes. Because it gets slashed and he has trouble breathing. Yeah. And I always knew, because I used common sense, that it was for breathing. But it's never established. It's never established, but people are always, oh, what does it do on his chest? What else do you think it does? It has it, to be that. It probably it has to do several things. One with his mask and regulate breathing and probably, I don't know, juicing him up with painkillers. They got that same sound too when uh, when it was when the mask was busted. Right, like, and he was wheezing. Yeah, the same wheezing from uh, from episode six. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was great. The, the whole show, I want to rewatch it. Um, I kind of want to say I wish it was longer, but I wish it was longer. I well, just, I mean, again, it's you can only do so much with the story. It's it's a tight window, so I don't know. And even then, there were some. I say say there were some filler episodes, so um, I guess I think that's why they. I guess was, lengthwise it was fine. I think that's why it's so short. Was they just didn't want to do filler episodes? They just wanted to tell the story and yeah. Because there was filler moments that could have been a whole episode. Like that episode of being in the ship when they were trying to escape the Star Destroyer could yeah. have been an entire episode. It could have, yeah. It was. And I'm not saying I wanted that. Just, I'm saying, just saying. It, just saying. It was an entire movie for The Last Jedi. Yes. It was an entire movie. They were in that. They were running away from the starship literally within like the first five minutes of that movie. Like the first two minutes of that movie, they were running. And then it was, they, were, they were running pretty much all the way up until they went into the planet at the end, which is like what? Maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes stops. Actually, that was a pretty long movie. Maybe 30 minutes. But still, they were in that ship a long-ass time. So are you hopeful that they do a season two, or do you think they should leave it where it lies? Um, Using a golf term, but whatever. I kind, I mean, I would love to see more Kenobi, but and, uh, I it, don't. I wouldn't want to do it at the expense of, kind of a, a, another risk of messing with the canon. I feel... I think I'm okay. I wouldn't be disappointed to. Uh, I wouldn't be too disappointed if they didn't do a season two. If they did do a season, though, I feel like I'd get a little worried about it. But you know what? There's always Darth Maul. Yeah. If they sure. pull, if they pull out Darth Maul, uh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because they managed to pull it out here. Fuck it, go for it. I would argue that that's the only one I would do. I would live with yeah. is if they did something with Maul. But it's like, how do you do that and explain the Rebels thing? Unless you were just going to reshoot the... Is Rebels still canon? Yes. Okay. Rebels, Clone Wars, and like Bad Batch are all canon. Okay. So, do we want to end it up? What, what, what do they have next at Star Wars? Anything, um, right? Oh, Andor. Andor. Ooh, that looks good. I'm re- yeah, that can, be, that can be really good. Again, kind of... Uh, they go with the Rogue One vibes, where it's not just all about the Jedi and it's like kind of back and forth. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the, it's like a spy kind of a thing. Yeah, so we have that to look forward to. 